What a perfect song leading into the gentleman who's about to join us on the Harbor One Hotline. Because in the uh, in the off-air show, <laughs> Fourier just said to me, man, this song sucks. <laughs> perfect for welcoming in Mike Giardi of NFL Network on the Harbor One Hotline. Giardi, welcome to Gresham Fourier. Ah, screw both of you guys. <laughs> I just figured, you know, we'd bring something a little bit more, you know, with a little bit more energy, you know, and that Mike's been, you know, working his ass up uh, over there in Arizona, waking up early, you know, yeah. you know, just you know, <laughs> burning the candle at both ends, Mike. I mean, I, you're just a sport. I love hearing the misery in his voice already. <sighs> yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pain this week, a lot of physical pain, mental anguish. It's uh. It's almost there. It's what do you mean? You're not time. like, I mean, are you not allowed to go out and party and have a good time and like, you know, cut loose a little bit? Well, so I, I've done the morning show three times this week. So that means it's a 4 a.m. wake up call. So wow. um, that's why you get the big box. So you should show up after the club closes. You should just go straight from the club straight to the, to the show. Fourier, I'm not on your level like that. Dude, you work for NFL Network. You can get into any of those. Oh, yeah. NFL parties you yeah. want. Come look, on. Look at my past. I, I, oh, I work yeah. for the NFL. I'm just little Mike Giardi from Boston. I can't get into these things. Meanwhile, you yeah. see him you know, standing at the bar having his third martini. <laughs> a, no, not drinking martinis. B, do you think I really want to go to any of those parties? I mean, let's be real. You know what? That is true. Giardi does have a little bit of that antisocial lean like mm. I do. Oh, geez. But a lot of it is also they, they're working him to the bone. Like, yeah. That guy was what in Buffalo, and then in Cincinnati, and then in Kansas City, and then it's to Arizona, and they're not, you know, it's not flying private. And he's coming back to Boston every time too. Good lord, you probably have like a free vacation and uh, airline miles just from the playoffs, Giardi. I, I think I'm in a middle seat on the way home, by the way. So you just think, <laughs> consider that that idea of this week, the, the amount of hours that's gone into it, and then I'm going to be piling myself into a middle seat at like nine in the morning. Uh, after going through security for three hours, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. I love that. That'd I used to love great. the little. I love that you walking in. I got the aisle seat, and there's this little guy sitting in the middle seat. It's like perfect. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to say. Giardi doesn't have to worry about it, you know, unless he sees like uh, me and you walking down the aisle, and then he's the middle of a of a giant sandwich or something like that. <laughs> Otherwise, this is where being thin and spindly works yeah, for him. Yeah. It's the role he was born for. Our buddy Giardi. <laughs> uh, all right. So now that we've got all the insults out of the way. Uh, how has it been out there, Giardi? Because back east, as you can imagine, it's been a little tepid, at least in our parts. You've been through a lot of these kind of Super Bowl weeks. Is there anything that has stood out to you? I mean, I think both these teams are supremely confident. And I guess you're not necessarily surprised by that, but just like the, the level of relaxation and the confidence from both squads sort of as they head into this game is – it's pretty cool to see, and I think both of them believe that, you know, when you look at the, the the scope of the season, this is exactly where they were supposed to be, and here they are. And I, I'm kind of excited for it because I think there's so many good matchups in this in this game. You know, the other thing about this, like, I just – there's no scandals. Nobody got arrested. There's no, like, you know, regular season story that bled into the postseason. Is this the calmest it's been in, like, for a Super Bowl in a while? I'm just thinking about storylines for this game. There's just they are who they are. Yeah, it it definitely feels that way. Although you know we still have uh, we still have 48 hours to go, so you know you don't 
don't go cashing those checks just yet. Okay. Uh, we've had we've had some instances on the night before Super Bowls where people have done things and have disappeared. Um, so hopefully we don't have. <laughs> Who would that you this say? Time. Is there is you know? there a candidate on either team that'd be like that guy's going to find his way to Tijuana? Like that guy's going to ask the wrong person if he can have a date. <laughs> I am not. I'm not taking the shoes on that down one. That road. Way okay. to go. You're trying to get this guy in trouble. Oh, it's bad enough we insult him. We invite him on. He's sleepy as hell. We rip him, and then it's hey, throw some players under the bus who might go AWOL for crying out loud. Uh, I, what do you make of the narrative around Patrick Mahomes and the importance of this game long term, Giardi, to his legacy? Well, I mean, look, I think the, 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 we sort of lived this in New England, right? Where you're, because you have that quarterback, you're in the mix every single year. Um, but that the success that Brady and the Pats had in getting there and then winning over and over again has sort of raised the bar for everyone else. And now here's Mahomes, where, you know, five straight years and as a starter in the AFC championship game, and this is the third Super Bowl in four years, but all of a sudden you lose this one. You're one and two. You haven't won one since that, that first season that you were the starter. And, well, can they not, you know, can they not push it over the top? And then you say, oh, well, he's 27 now. Like all these dreams about catching Brady, well, you know, first things first, how about maybe catching Montana? You know, like to get to Montana, then maybe we can start talking about Brady. So I think, yeah, there is there is some great importance to this to to – to get it done now, and then you, the, you start talking about the bigger picture, and then some of those goals become a little bit more in focus, I think. So we're talking to Mike Giardi from uh, NFL Network. And, Mike, and I thought that once the season officially ended, more players would start kind of, you know, coming clean, come clean as far as, like, how bad it was for the offense. Have you heard anything, seen anything that uh, there were, that would co-sign on that belief? Yeah, I think, there, I mean, you know, nothing like – no shock and awe, if you will, but it's just sort of a continuation of and talking to players, just the theme that we we were talking about that people were like rolling their eyes at from all the way back in the spring. Like, oh, you guys don't know what you were talking about. It's Belichick. They have a plan. They'll get this done. And then the plan was crap and they didn't get it done. And I, I keep going back to the thing where forget about the guys on the team. To me, it's the guys that they play against or guys that used to be here that still talk to their old teammates and that, that they were hearing that from, from those guys back in the spring. Like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know how this is going to work. And then, oh, it's, remember how I told you I texted you it wasn't working? It's, it's not working. Like, we, we don't have answers for this. Um, so I think that just is kind of telling – and then you consider that they ended up being, you know, essentially a 500 team. Well, if they had a competent uh, plan on offense, they're a playoff team, you know. So th- that was a blown opportunity, I think. And, and I'm really curious to see. I mean, obviously hiring O'Brien is is was necessary and should help elevate the offense. At least you have now someone who who's done the job before, actually knows how to put together a plan on offense. But, uh, you know, confidence was shaken in some players and, they're going to have to figure that thing out this uh, this off season and heading back into OTAs and training camp. So, so I'm assuming that, like, I guess is the general consensus that uh, Mac Jones just gets a mulligan, gets a pass. Like, because I feel like that's the other angle going around. Okay, now that Matt Patricia is out, now let's start fixing uh, Mac Jones. Yeah, no, I'm no question. I, I, you know, I tweeted yesterday. I talked to to someone who played against these guys and was like. You know, like we were impressed by him as a rookie, 
you know, that he was, he thought the game and saw the game differently than, than other young quarterbacks do. And that's sort of what his reputation was. Right. And that's the thing that we sort of kept going back to last year, like two years ago when he was a rookie, like, man, for, for, for a young guy in this league, there's a confidence in the pocket and an ability to process and use his mind. And then this year, you know what, let's, let's have less options. Let's give him less freedom. Let's, let's take one of his, uh, his powers away in his brain and, you know, just a disaster. So I think a lot of guys were surprised that, um, that they would do something like that because as we well know, the reputation of, of Belichick and the coaching staff has long been, you know, whoever's under the coaching staff is like, we'll find out what the guys do. Well, we're going to highlight those things and we're going to, we're going to hide or, you know, completely eliminate the things that that guy doesn't do well. And that was not the case. I mean, they, they took one of his superpowers away from him and it showed, I mean, it was a pretty miserable season. Mike Giardi of NFL Network here with Gresh and Fourier. You're out in Arizona. Are they dragging their feet and hiring a head coach? Or is there some sort of super secret edict? Hey, don't hire anybody, you know, unless it's like a bye week of the Super Bowl or whatever. What are you hearing, at least in, in terms of that situation out there, because you're in the belly of the beast? Yeah, so so Bidwell has been super involved with the NFL this week, you know, the owner for for Arizona and you know sort of being like the the MC of this uh, of the city and the and the state and the whole thing and I I think that's sort of partially um led to this thing getting dragged out a little bit. I also think they came to a couple of these guys late. I mean, Lou Anarumo is getting a second interview today, the defensive coordinator for the Bengals who by the way I think would be a fantastic hire. And it's shocking that this is the only team that decided to interview him, but like he's getting a second interview today and, and Mike Kafka's had a couple and, and Kafka appears to be the front runner, although, you know, we'll see what happens today. If maybe Luke can sway the sway the picture. But, and then I think on top of that too, it's like, it's Monty just getting in here. I think they're sort of, they were behind the eight ball on that too. So I think you're kind of, you know, what's our plan? How do we want to approach this? How, you know, what are we doing with Kyler? Cause obviously he's your quarterback, at least in the short term, you gave him that big contract. It's, you're not, you're not cutting bait now. So um, I think they're all mapping that out and it sort of led to this thing taking a little bit longer than, than probably people expected or wanted. So do you think the Patriots make any other moves? You're talking with coaching staff? Yeah, with coaching staff, you know, or I guess the better question would be Mike, where does uh, Matt Patricia land? Where does Joe Judge land? So, from all I can gather, Joe's still on the. He's going to be on the staff. Um, but at but what? I don't know. But at what capacity? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that we know that role yet. I I know that there's, um, there's a there's a desire from some to keep him away from the quarterback. Uh, so okay. that would be that'd smart. be that'd be smart. Yeah. Yeah, so I, so I don't know where he ends up, you know. I mean, because then you start you start looking at it, going, well, he had a crack at receivers one year that didn't go all that great, um, you know, in his previous uh, stint with the Patriots, and obviously the quarterback thing didn't go well. I mean, the ideal place obviously would be to put him back in special teams where they've had problems and where he's well known as being a really good coach, but I don't think that's the direction he wants to go. So it feels like they're still kind of figuring out the perfect slot there. As for Patricia. I mean, it's clear he's got a job if he wants it. But, again, same thing, what's that job? Because now you're at the point where, well, you've hired an offensive line coach. You, you've, you're all set on the defensive side of the ball. You know, can you convince him to go back up into that sort of uh, front office hybrid role that he was doing? I don't know. I, I know that there's not a lot of 
interest in him outside of New England. So if he's considering, you know, where he wants to land, he, he, I guess you got to look at Patriot-friendly places. Maybe Arizona is a place where his relationship with Monty Austin Ford, the GM here, maybe, they, you know, whenever they bring on the staff, say, hey, you know, come down here. You're still getting paid by the Lions, so it's not like you're having to shell out money out of your coaching budget, and, and maybe he can help sort of reinvent himself. But otherwise, it's, you know, whatever they can find for him in New England is – kind of the way it stands i think now i know in the news world if you ask a journalist an opinion question they get pucker butt like crazy and giardi you're kind of a reporter kind of kind of but do (laughs) you have a pick for who is winning this game on sunday or are you are you not allowed uh, no i i will yeah i'm i'm leaning philadelphia um wow going off of a lot of people well, so my thing is, I think that their offensive and defensive lines are better than, and in some case, maybe superior to what the Chiefs are running out there. And I guess my only reticence of being like full on on that pick is just it's the Mahomes factor, right? Because this is Hurts' first chance at the Super Bowl. He hasn't had an awesome postseason because the shoulders bothering him. He's told us the shoulders bothering him. Um, and then we saw Mahomes you know, on a, on one ankle still do Mahomes things. And now he's got two more weeks and he's feeling better. And, you know, it's, it's not going to be a hundred percent, but that that's, I guess my only reticence is that can Mahomes just do what he does. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, it's great that they have this, these advantages on the offensive and defensive lines, but if he's getting rid of the ball in two seconds and then, or he's extending a play, shaking out of a sack and, and hucking 150 yards down the field, then, you know, that's the, that I guess is the X factor. And that's what, when you have a, an elite quarterback like that, that's the, the, I guess that's the one thing that gives me pause. Yeah. So, so game Sunday, you're flying back here. And then are you back out on the road for the combine? Do you get to stand yeah. around for yeah. the, yeah. Uh, yes, oh yes, yeah. Indeed. Yeah, boy. Standing around yes, watching, indeed. watching all those uh, photos when they do like the fat tests and stuff like that. <laughs> all hog watching. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, see now that, that's Reggie. You gotta go there. That's it's a typical Gresh, low-hanging fruit. No, <laughs> look at you. I would just say that he actually beat me to it. That's just <laughs> you could make a joke out actually, of that too. It was just about to do yep. it. Also, he beat me. And, to and also, it. by the way, you know, like as a veteran of the combine, Saint Elmo's is overrated. What do I want a cocktail sauce or the shrimp? that, like, literally burns the crap out of your mouth. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, It's, it's like a, the only place to go. No, but it's a good no, – that's not true. Indianapolis was actually kind of sneaky not bad for a Super Bowl. I'm a Giardi on this. Unless you're ribbing someone that you're working with. Like, when, you know, when Giardi worked at uh, NBC Sports Boston and he went around with the camera guys – those guys eat anything. Put it in front of them. They'll suck it down and then sit there and laugh as they get all teary-eyed. That's great entertainment. But after you do it a couple of times, right, Giardi? Like, it kind of wears off after a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to taste the thing. It's from cocktails good. A little, just a little horseradish. That's all you need. Not that that burning okay. the nostril air is out. Yeah, that that would not be good. You stand on a runny nose and be like, yeah, at the combine, people think you're on Coke or something like well, that. Well, uh, <laughs> well they his thin. Well, they may, they, they may, thin so. I heard they were trying to get rid of the combine. D. Marie Smith doesn't want the combine anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck to him on that one. Thanks. I don't, I don't know how that's ever going to fly. But are you as behind? We well, but are you, you well know your union, Christian, does not. It sucks. Um, your union, I like it. Yeah, they, it sucks. they get worked over. 
on the every regular. Every single time. Every single. Listen, don't open that can of worms. However, right Giardi, are you, are you behind them in their fight to get rid of the combine because it's one less trip you'd have to make? Yeah, I don't actually object to that at all. Yep, I'm. Th- you know what, Christian? I'm throwing my support. Behind, I knew it. Behind D. Let's go, D. Let's get this done. Uh, hey, brother, travel safe. Thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. You've definitely been on the grind, and uh, we always love talking to you. Uh, travel safe. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, man. Peace. And there goes uh, Mike Giardi of NFL Network.